Hi, welcome to My Creativity, the podcast about being creative and producing output. I'm your host, Surrey. I reveal how I work, my projects, my process, are my creativity, from the planning and goal setting to how I stay accountable for my output, to the way ideas pop into my head, and to the frameworks I use to stimulate my creativity and formalize it. Each week, I start off by going over last week's goals. These are the goals that I said that I'd achieved during this past week, and then at the end of the episode, I go over my goals for next week. So straight into it. Last week's goals. Exit plan. Well, I managed to finish recording exit plan 11 of season 2. There's just uh, four more episodes left of season two, so I'm getting close to the end of season two. And I've said season two more times than I probably should. Season two. Season two. Just a couple more times, why not? Okay, so I also said I'd finish my novel. So the novel is Exit Plan Book One. It's called This Is My Exit Plan. Uh, It is a novelization of season one of my audio drama of the same name. You can, if you haven't listened to that, you probably should. It's a contemporary fantasy story set in Australia about a uh, man who sort of gets himself into a bit of trouble and finds out the real world is a bit more magical and has uh, considerably more monsters in it than perhaps he realized. So I finished my novel and it's up for sale now on Amazon. You can get it on Kindle. You can buy a paperback version on Amazon too. However, as I discovered, Amazon doesn't ship author copies or proof copies out to Australia. Uh, evidently it is too difficult for them in some fashion. Don't know why. So, though it can be bought from Amazon at the moment, I am transferring it over to Ingram Spark because Ingram Spark have an Australian printing house, which means I'll be able to get cost price authored copies so that I can check the quality and also so that I can sell it or use it for promotional purposes. And then I also said I'd update my website. Now that's still in progress, and it raises a problem I've had. And I've said it before, when you set goals, they've got to be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-based. Unfortunately, update website is not specific or measurable. So uh, I've done some updates, but I don't know whether I've been successful or not, because I, I did not specify. So at the end of the show, I'm going to go with my new goals, and I will be more specific. But I want to talk about something that really had a big effect on me. It's something I learnt, uh, I guess, a little bit over time, but then also all of a sudden, um, relatively recently. And it was was really calcified, I suppose, by reading The Great Leap by Gay Hendricks. That's a great book, and you should probably get a bit of a read of it if you're looking to find a way of getting yourself out of your motivation slump and finding out how to find what he terms the zone of genius, that area that is the overlap of your passion and your desires and your sustainable productivity. Okay, so time is the secret that I discovered. Time and thus priorities. So I read on Reddit during the past week about someone who is asking how they can effectively write when they feel they need a solid block of time to do it. See, they'd read another post by an author who found that they were effective at writing by little, catching little bits and pieces here and there wherever they could get a hold of 
uh, a pen and paper or a tablet or make notes on their phone, literally while they're cooking or doing the dishes, so on, they would just write a sentence here, a sentence there, and through the day and through the week, they'd get through their writing goals. And this fellow who's writing this, this Reddit post, he said, you know, how, how I can't do that. I feel as if I need a half hour, an hour solid. You know, I, I've got two kids and a full-time job and a house, and, you know, I just don't have the time. And I read that, and I thought, you know, that really sounds familiar. And I think there's probably a few people who will listen to this and think that they're in the same situation. And I've, I've got a couple of kids, I've got a full-time job, uh, I've got, you know, a house to look after, I've got a dog to look after, and there's, there's all sorts of things going on in my life outside of talking to you on this podcast. But I have managed to get a, find a way to be productive, but it wasn't always that way. So back before the birth of my daughter, I was writing, I wrote uh, a full novel and three, about 60% of three more novels, you know, each of them uh, 100,000 words that are novels. None of them are published, uh, and I've spoken about that before. I also then, every week, I would write my blog, and I had a chance to have a look at my blog there. I wrote short stories and various articles about uh, my writing process, kind of a almost a, a bit of a, a prelude to this podcast, except seven years ago. And then along came Ivy, and my writing slowed down, and then along came Elliot, and it just stopped. I stopped writing. I would say things like, I can't find the time for it, but now I do find the time for it. And what has changed? Okay, to be fair, when you first have children and there's little babies, you're just not going to have, you're not going to have the space to be doing a whole lot of writing unless you're really well prepared for it. And when you're a first-time parent, I guarantee your, your schedule and your routines will be thrown so out of whack that it'll take you a while to pull yourself together and, and work stuff out. That's just the way it works uh, in the majority of cases. So time, how did I find time? Well, I'll tell you what time is and what it isn't. So time in physics terms is the, um, I suppose it's a way of describing a, a position, location, and uh, duration or a, um, or a set of properties which will describe the existence of something. Uh, it's quite a general term there, but if you look down at, say, the quantum level where we're describing an electron in terms of a wave function, which is to say you could draw a wave which will describe its existence, and part of that equation is time. And now it's, it doesn't matter whether you have a negative sign for a time or a positive sign for time, the equation still works out. In fact, if you have a zero time... Or a, or a you know, set point in time, the equation will still work out. We can locate something in four-dimensional space, so height, width, breadth, and time. However, as humans, we don't see everything all at once, even though quite possibly one way of thinking of things and time is that everything is everywhere and happening all at once. But we don't observe it that way. We see time as an ordered set of events, one leading to the next. And this, this has some significance, because time, then, is something we are applying to the universe as an observation. The universe itself doesn't care about time. 
there's, as far as we can tell, there is no quanta of time. Quanta? There are no quanta of time. There's no quantum of time. You, there's quantum uh, like uh, energy, so that would be like a photon is the smallest division of energy that we can find. But not so with time. Time, you can, you can divide it down as much as you like. You can multiply it up as much as you like. So from us comes all time. We create the time. So saying that you don't have the time for something is wrong. You do have the time for it. You've, you create that time. And here's an example that worked really well with me. If I'm sitting here doing my podcast or typing my novel and my son Elliot walks in and he says, Dad, would you come and play with me? And in the past, I might well have said, I don't have the time for that. And he turns around and goes, okay, no worries. See you later. And then quietly I hum to myself, cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. And then I get all sad. But no, my son, he walks out and he trips over and skins his knee on the ground. And I jump up from what I'm doing and I run over and I help him up. I look after him, you know, put a bandaid on his knee and I comfort him. And I spend about 10, 15 minutes fussing over him, making sure he's okay and he's all good. But how did I do that? I just said I didn't have the time. I had no time for it. And I think maybe you're starting to see here, it's not about whether you have time for something. You've got as much time for something as you want. It's about your priority. When he was there happy and chirpy enough, I assigned a higher priority to getting my writing done than to playing with him at that moment. I could play with him later or I could do my writing later, but I decided I'd do my writing now and play later. When he hurt himself, of course, my priorities changed and I dropped my writing and immediately helped so we can see then that saying that, oh, I've got a full-time job and two kids and all the rest of it, I don't have the time for it, is not genuine. What you need to be saying to yourself, and it is, is say, really effective you know, mental hack, I suppose, is stop saying, I don't have time for this or I don't have time for that. You need to turn around and sort of say, I'm not prioritizing that at the moment, right now. I have these goals I'm trying to achieve, and I'm going to achieve them in preference to achieving others. And something that this this revelation really worked wonders on me. So I'm quite mindful, and I, I practice mindfulness in, in forms of meditation and um, consideration every day. And when I started thinking, oh, I do have time for that, but I'm choosing to do something else instead. I was able to look at that and go, well, why am I choosing this? I don't have time to write my you know, exit plan script. Well, now hang on. I do. What, what am I prioritizing over top of that? And I looked and I went, I'm reading books on the train on the way to work. I and mean, that's a, a great thing and I enjoy that thoroughly. But I had to look at myself and think, do I want to prioritize spending my time reading a book or spend my time writing a book, I realize that my passion is in creating. I'm entertained by reading a book, and it inspires me, and I do get a certain amount out of that. But there's also a line I cross where I will get more out of creating and seeing someone else spending a bit of time being inspired by what I've done. So I stopped uh, reading books on the train, started writing on the train. Uh, Other areas, I would play computer games at home after work, and oh, I don't have time to do a podcast. Again, how do I, I do have time. I spend two hours at night playing computer games. How much 
time do I have to spend playing computer games to get the satisfactory amount or the maximum benefit? It turns out it's about 20 minutes. After about 20 minutes or half an hour of playing a computer game, I've kind of as entertained and interested and inspired as I'm going to get. Anything after that, I'm just burning time. So in the evenings, I can do podcasts. I can play and practice my guitar. Uh, I write and work on my website, create web stores. I've got all the time in the world, as it turns out. It's just a matter of realizing where your priorities lie and how you can address that, how you can maximize your benefit. Because there's a certain amount of benefit you're going to get from reading a book. But in my opinion, for my life, that is limited to a point. And then after that point, I'm going to just get more benefit out of doing something else. And this will lead me on, I think, uh, later on. I do want to talk about, not tonight, uh, about how then you can how you can make sure you've got the energy and the passion and the drive to do all of these extra things because there's a very real problem of people burning out they just they get stuck into something so hard and they go so fast that after a relatively short time they can't face it they just can't even think to do it anymore and they just they just do something to turn their brain off or they get home from work and they just they feel as if they're so overworked and their brain is is empty. So another episode I'm going to talk about how I've approached that and how I've considered that and where I've learned from that because uh, there's a considerable difference to the way I am say this past couple years versus go back eight years or so. So there you go. That's that's time. Time comes from you. You create time. It's not about not having time. We've all got the same 24 hours, but some people manage to achieve their goals and their dreams, and other people just end up uh, getting older. I've chosen to pursue my dreams because I'm going to get older anyway, and that means I've got to look at my priorities and reset them according to my goals. So there you go. My goals for next week, and again, these goals that are for my week, I pulled them from my monthly goals which came from my quarterly goals, which aligned with my annual priorities. And the annual priorities I chose because they put me on that on that path. They, they let me head the direction of my 10-year mission. Next week's goals. Go camping. I was going to say exit plan again, but I'm taking a break from exit plan because it's Easter and I've got a five-day camping trip with the family. So I'm not going to be doing exit plan. I, I just... I've committed to the family. I haven't committed to exit plan for this coming week. So there's going to be a bit of a break on that. I want to get season three formatted because I'm taking my computer down with me camping and I'm going to spend the time doing some writing and formatting season three script so I can get that out to my voice actors. I'm going to do some more on my website. Now, I've got to be more specific on this. So here's the specific and measurable success factors. Add social icons to exit plan episodes. Okay, so that's what I'm going to do. And once I've done that, I can tick that off. Done. And I'm also going to create a product page for my shop. And there we go. That's my goals for next week. I've also got uh, coming up in future episodes. Not sure if I'll release an episode next week because I'll be camping. But I'm still thinking of trying to do a, a a cheeky little episode while I'm camping. We'll see. Coming up shortly though, uh, in the coming weeks... I'll be talking more about generating the energy, passion and drive and, and being sustainable in it. I've got an interview with Vincent King, the author of Freebird and the upcoming Freebird 2, as well as the writer of the 
now, audio drama Danson. Uh, that's going to be quite good. So his interview is coming up in a couple of weeks' time. And then after that, I've got another interview with a musician. She's a singer. She heads a band. Uh, her name is Fox. Like, that's actually her name. Pretty cool. I think it might be short for Foxandra. <laughs> Anyways, got her interview coming up. She's got some great lessons to teach. Uh, I'm also going to be looking for some more people to interview shortly. But uh, it's a matter of squeezing everything in. Stay creative. Bye. Bye.